0: On this week on The Last King Podcast, we're going to be talking about bad boys for life and birds of prey. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Last King Podcast. I'm your host, Toffee, and joining me are... Eccentric Tom, the other host...
1: And the fantabulous Emancipation of Shafiq From uh, it's, From what exactly? <laughs> it's the February Early year There's nothing to do Season Welcome to the slump Again boys Oh well,
0: hey come on <laughs> hey, hey This slump is actually Better than the other g- Last years And the year before slump talking Because about? the we got years... Decent fi- films We got decent films The, the previous year Fimbles yes. Fimbles Yeah, yeah Fimbles, one Fimbles and films To
2: play with and watch <laughs> oh, but, Previous uh, year
1: slump Had an amazing opening For video games If you recall Uh
0: Anthem? Video games.
1: Well, besides Anthem, you know, Sekiro came out too. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Was was came Sekiro out too. March. Yeah, Everything yeah, yeah, yeah. was like hitting really hard, and then it's like we only have like Doom to look forward to. And that's because, in March. Yeah. it's that's very March. close. But unfortunately, if you had all...
0: a pretty awesome fighting game that came out a couple of days ago, uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. I'm not sure if you heard of that. It's from Arc System, right? Yeah, Arc System works. It's uh, imagine Street Fighter and um, Blaze Blue had a baby, basically. You get Guilty Gear. No, 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 no. It's <laughs> much more accessible than Guilty Gear. Guilty Gear is like high tier, high level stuff. Well, this is more like anybody can come so in. So this is so, like for the plebeians uh, to come in and enjoy. Well, more like, you know, Tom, if you're interested in fighting games, this would be the best entry point. Actually, you know, the best entry
1: point for a fighting game for Tom would be Dive Kick.
0: Uh, it's just two come buttons. Come on, something better than that, come on. Something better like- than
1: Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters. Okay, three buttons. That's a bit too old. I think we need <laughs> emulators and old. ROMs for that. Yeah. Oh man, maybe we just start yeah. off with virtual Fighter. Okay, nah. here you go, start <laughs> swimming. Oh <God. laughs> Yeah, yeah um, don't, don't min- pick up your water. Here you we go. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, so uh, we got nothing to talk about until the Oscars, and unfortunately being a uh, resident of Singapore here, a lot of the movies that we really want to see have Slightly different release dates.
2: Yeah, like we only um, got 1917 a few weeks ago.
1: Yeah, and uh, Little Women is not out yet. No, and it I'm, is out.
2: It's and then out you guys like have Jojo Rabbit a earlier on, right?
0: Yeah. Jojo Rabbit, yeah. yeah
1: like stuff that should, should have come out last year yeah. for us to kind of prepare for an Oscar which is why it wasn't in our top 10 uh,
2: considerations so we're going to be talking about bad boys <laughs>
0: yeah something yeah. very very mainstream and something to fill out the January uh, doldrums yeah. I mean
2: of- yeah
1: we, we know what our Last King fans want you want to talk about these kind of things sure uh-huh.
2: <laughs> yeah. hitting the SEOs as regulars hey hey what are you going to do uh, what are exactly. you going to do when they come for you SEO, in the January SEO, what, what you going to
1: do, what you're going to do, oh well. So, Bad Boys has been making some pretty big waves. It broke a couple of box office records. I
2: know, which is crazy for a very late return to a franchise. I wouldn't
1: say it's a late return. I would say more along the lines of what else is there.
2: Yeah, more along the case that I will say when like, oh shit, my last two projects didn't make any money.
1: The last few things, right? I mean, what was yeah. the last big thing he did besides Suicide Squad? Gemini Man. I I mean, yeah, shit. Yeah, that it did. didn't do
2: well it ate at extreme all. Extreme shit.
1: And then, like, even like his biggest flop of all time is still after Earth, right? which mm-hmm. still hasn't made back money after all this time.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's like so toxic. Even Scientology said, "Yeah, no, we're not gonna touch this."
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that other religion? Yeah, <laughs> uh, Smithology. Yeah. It,
2: it, and Mike
0: Sammelan questioned his life choices as well too. I think but it was hey, part of it was of, a, was a like,
2: kickstart to make him start making mediocre movies again. Yeah, hey, don't say <laughs> that.
1: Glass was very mediocre. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. All right. It was right. extremely. <laughs> it, was, it was extremely mediocre. Yeah,
2: split was fine. Split
1: Not was,
0: quite the follow-up we expect after split, though. So yeah, uh,
1: <laughs> talk about a fart in the bath. Huh? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, but anyway, speaking of farts in the bath, Will Smith huh? showing <laughs> his age here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Definitely showing his age. But hey, at yeah. least they are kind of owning it a little bit. Yeah,
1: which I think was already done in Lethal Weapon Four.
2: Because yeah, it, I mean, where else
1: can you go but like, oh we're really past our prime and then make that the running joke? And then you look on the other side and you see guys like Tom Cruise and Keanu like, uh, what are you talking about? <laughs>
2: yeah. And you know the common joke is that like, you know, Black crackers meant to be like that's meant to be like why people fall apart after the age of forty, but these two are—I don't know <laughs> what they're doing.
1: It's nice to see uh, Will Smith finally uh, returning as Mr. Blockbuster in the year 2020 of our world. Yeah,
0: returning to form and playing his archetype from back in '99, 2000 era. In his
2: entire goddamn movie career.
1: Yeah, and I would say this right—it's nice to see that he still got it. I yeah. mean, he's still yeah. the charming, charismatic uh, Will Smith. And yes, I mean, it kind of rubs off a little bit differently now because if you all recall, the first time, like the first Bad Boys when it came out, everybody yeah. just kind of put, put up the fact that, hey, this is the bubblegum rapper from The Fresh Prince just dropped the N-word. You know what mm, I mean? Yeah, he was trying yes. to play tough, trying to play street. And nowadays when you see him and he's like dropping uh, F-bombs and stuff, he's like, yeah, I buy it now. You know I mean? Yeah, he's grown into the role. Because
2: we've seen it happen a few times. Yep. And
1: Martin Lohr's, uh hilarious as usual. Yeah. though the jokes <sighs> okay when it comes to the the, the the delivery and when it comes to basically the candor I enjoyed it yeah but some right. of it is a little bit yeah I get it I mean it's childish man boy humor which I appreciate but I don't know I Look, think I'm way over it
0: yeah the thing is I it- think I'm a bit more uh, risk rec- I'm a bit more positive about this because it's actually from Martin Lawrence and Will Smith you have these lines being performed and acted by other buddy cop characters here and there. I don't know. It just feels like compared to the magic they kind of bring in together. It's like, I guess whatever they did back then, they kind of brought it back now because again, it's obviously a cash grab, but again, it's a nice ride per se because they actually knew what they were doing because it's a formula they enjoyed doing, bringing it up at the same time. Fuck it. I enjoyed it per se.
2: Okay, sure. Well, the thing about um, these kind of movies where it is quite puerile, it's very like, you know, lowest common denominator that's not necessarily a bad thing. Nope. In no, no, it's not. It's a measured not. amount. If it's the only thing out in cinema, then it's a problem. But mm-hmm. I don't mind having like a bad boys a year, which is just like it's a movie that you can go in and just if you come in with your expectations at the right level, it's enjoyable. And what definitely helps is that it's not just relying on Will Smith and Martin Lawrence's charisma. There's a supporting cast which shock horror does something. Mm, so yeah. like other movies where they introduce a cast of young uns and then they do fucking nothing for the rest of the movie
1: yeah but then again there are ones also where the supporting cast is basically there to play off their age because there's nothing yeah. but like hey old man especially jokes especially
2: the yeah like the vaguely Asian guy vaguely is... Asian guy <laughs> <laughs> alright I'll mean,
1: how else <laughs> would you describe him I don't yeah, know. they're
2: not ex- they're not
0: exactly deep characters but they are supposed to be supporting uh, okay. characters he's you can a can snotty sort of nose brat he's
2: a brat I mean <laughs> My favorite was probably um, the the tech guy who was big, right? The yes, big tech uh, guy. the guy who had gone through extreme <laughs> oh, uh, trauma and <laughs> was talking yes. about It's nice to
1: know that uh, he, it, had it, arc, <laughs> he had an arc. He had it at the end. <laughs> yeah, well, just, they all have arcs apparently, as they do. Uh,
2: hey, I'm happy that Bjorn from uh, Viking still has a career after that uh, show will end. Hmm.
1: I doubt so. I don't think. Do you think he's gonna be like the Simon Pegg of this series, where he just he's just coming back?
2: Hey, I wouldn't be averse to it because I kind of like him. He's got. He's proven that he's got, you know, fairly good comedic timing. You know, yeah, it yeah. takes talent to be such a huge fucking hunk of flesh and look awkward and out of place.
1: Uh, have you seen Chris Hemsworth's career? Well... Have you seen Jason Momoa?
2: No, Jason Momoa cannot look like an awkward hunk of flesh. He dominates every oh, room. did you see the Super Bowl in- ad? No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Check it out. Oh yeah, that was funny.
2: Yeah, <laughs> oh, that was funny. Well, is this is so. the one where you sh- I've seen the pictures where he shaved his head. Yep. Oh, yep. I want to see that. The,
1: the guy's got comedy. He, I mean, uh, the thing is, most people recognize him more as Carl Drogo, but I think if you like, if you see it in Aquaman, mm. it's like, yeah, he knows how to have fun, and he's probably
2: and even
0: bits of Justice League. I mean. The reason why people still kind of like that would be big, yeah, yeah,
2: yes, <laughs> a little bit, yeah, a little that was bit. A spoiler. I agree. Everyone um, else was insufferable, and I said it as a massive fan of Henry Cavill And um, I actually thought that Batfleck was you know probably the best casting,
1: probably the best casting, uh, until Robert Patterson. So, yeah. we'll get to see,
2: yeah. And the thing is that I think that if Cavill had better writing and a better director, he could have been a serious contender for a good uh, Superman. I think he's
1: still an amazing Superman if only they kind of pushed more towards because the...
2: Because he's got that Boy Scout look, that kind of general, handsome, do-goody look about him. Yep. So yeah, yeah. Making mean, him play as an emo character was such a weird choice. Doesn't work at all. No. Uh, well,
1: And hey, you know what? Speaking of all these DC characters, uh, no universe connection whatsoever, huh? Yeah. <laughs> There's no yep, shared totally, Universe totally. bullshit in this movie. Which is... Uh, Bit of missed opportunity because it has been established in Suicide Squad that Batfleck exists in that universe yeah. where Margot Robbie exists, which means Henry Cavill Superman exists in this one. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, like, um, I don't know. Uh, as we also mentioned in Suicide Squad, right? Like, uh, one of the things that uh, we argued about is what is the premise of the show about? Yeah. Or oh, in case we're out of uh, superheroes or things get a little bit too hectic, uh, we need to call on a bunch of the random ragtag or uh, whatever. And it's like, mm. uh, wait all this is happening and did Batman take the day off yeah like is he busy somewhere or did Superman or Wonder Woman took the day off as well too so did the Flash which is something like uh, the DC movies struggle with because there's That's
2: that something that like Marvel barely gets away with they barely get
1: away with but then they still do the very clever thing of like, like oh
2: they're busy or they're off world or <laughs> uh,
1: where have you been Captain Marvel there having had my hair cut <laughs> yeah so,
2: <laughs> it takes a very long time my hair is very strong <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> have to wrestle it down before they can cut
1: it yes uh, only the strongest uh, crawl like <laughs> gel can hold it I don't know where to go I'm going with this so uh if there's anything that we need to also kind of uh, explain to people uh spoilers for a movie that's kind of fresh we'll be talking about Birds of Prey very much later yeah back to Bad Boys 2 Bad Boys 3 Bad Boys for Life 3 Sorry. three. a yeah, confusing You're...
2: fucking title Bad Boys for Life
1: yeah I mean you shouldn't have saved that for the fourth one yeah because yeah. it's
2: obviously they sequel baited the fuck out of this movie mm-hmm. with um there's that, no news
0: on a sequel yet it's but gonna I know happen. that they're gonna be a spinoff a TV spinoff uh, featuring um Will Smith's uh uh, Will Slay's character's ex-girlfriend from the second film, um, Gabrielle Union. Really? There, there's got to be a sh- TV show on that either this huh. year or next year. That's
1: already been confirmed. It's a bit of a, a stretch though, right? Because it is, Because she doesn't is. really yeah, yeah. appear in the film at all.
0: No, 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 no. Mm. I mean, she was referenced before, you know, because it's Martin Lawrence, uh,
1: um, Ma- Ma- Martin
0: Lawrence's uh, character's
1: sister, per se. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, they yeah, yeah. yeah. kind sister. of dropped the line about uh, how, how angry were you at that time with my sister? Yes yes yeah so yeah. okay uh, Bad Boys for Life a film that nobody asked for and they decided to make anyway yeah. You know, I, I mean, was you know I was kind of surprised. It was entertaining and
0: easy to follow per se, despite the fact that there was a whole Michael Bay stigma there. But obviously, it's being directed by other guys who are. Uh, Let me check duo. the names. Um, Adib and Lovee for something. Yeah,
2: it's it's very Middle um, Eastern uh, names. Adil and Bilal. Yes, that's, that's the duo.
0: Apparently, they have done a few crime flicks like a couple of years back. I I mean, I didn't see the films, but I saw the trailers. They look. Like it's something what they would do basically eventually do, to they go seen? Hollywood. Um, Gangster, and um, I forgot what the other one was called. Black. It was called Black. I've not yeah. oh, heard of okay. But From the directors of Black <laughs> comes <with laughs> Will Smith <laughs> yeah. and Martin Lawrence. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. A it's a punchline
1: that writes itself, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. but. Which is why we had to drop it. Okay.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, my main issue with the movie is uh, the way that uh, Martin Lawrence and Will Smith talk they have this really weird cadence mm-hmm. where like the way they talk is just like beat 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 yep. beat, beat 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 it's, it's like watching a robot auto-read a, a script i think i know what you're talking
1: about i wouldn't blame them so much i would blame not, the editing
2: i'm not blaming them i think it's just like it was something that i noticed and it was extremely distracting mm-hmm. thankfully the jokes were good enough to where i eventually forgave it but i was just like i was like, huh. You're really going with this uh, way the set of delivery and pay off. Yeah. I mean,
1: like you know, I think this is also a kind of uh, because of the current trend when it comes to comedy and film, where it's just nothing but you know piecing together ad libs for certain scenes. Oh yeah, it's true. You know, this entire moments, especially okay, like I can bring up the the one scene where the guy gets this huge welt on the head after being hit by the the rubber bullet. Oh yeah. And yeah. then Martin and Lawrence. And you know
0: Martin Lawrence got to touch it right, and yeah. the not like, once but twice. Yeah.
1: yeah so it's like. It's very similar to maybe in uh, the previous Bad Boys, Bad Boys 2, where they just suddenly run into like two rats humping and it's like, what is the point of this scene? This is the the cadaver scene, right?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So
1: I was thinking to myself, it's like, oh, okay, um, I'll I'll let you finish, but my major nitpick is right. I kind of miss Michael Bay. It kind of likes that kind of polish...
0: it has that uh, but I know what polished. you mean it's mimicking the Michael Bay polish
1: I was, per se but I was
2: gonna say it's, it's, it's missing the clear. kind of frenetic cocaine energy that Michael Bay brings to his exactly, movies exactly but the
1: thing is right uh, despite what everybody describes Michael Bay as a person who obviously doesn't know how to operate a steady cam. <laughs> but besides <laughs> that but that yeah. was intentional basically no, it's but intentional. Yes, he has a very he's a very specific author mm. and the thing is right if you're trained your eye enough to be able to follow Michael Bay's direction and his line of action right I mean, like, you can point to things like, say, Transformers. You can point to things like, say, even his earlier works, like, The Rock. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Where, like, you know, he is the guy who has kind of perfected the dramatic slowdown, which we don't have much of here. No. And to me, like, what the directors do is it felt like they were parodying, spoofing, or maybe trying to pay homage, but not quite hitting the marks. I would
0: say the latter. I mean, it's not disrespecting Michael Bay at all, but at the same time, they're just trying to capture that Miami gritty kind of feel you know the vistas mm. and which everything which I think and they didn't City. pull
1: off very well because if you were to like look at maybe Bad Boys too, right yeah. especially during the heist with the Jamaican gang right <laughs> Stowing mm-hmm. cars yes, off into remember the that. highway yeah. yeah and I was like thinking to myself is like there's something about this that feels is not quite hitting the certain marks and the certain beats mm. and that's when I started to I, I would not say get less entertained but then I started to notice like you know Michael Bay has a very specific kind of vision and a very specific yeah. aesthetic And I kind of caught myself noticing like yeah he wouldn't have shot it that way yeah. or the angles don't seem quite right because there are moments especially when it comes to the dialogue and the conversations where it's like this looks like a run-of-the-mill TV show all of a sudden
2: sometimes yeah, yeah a super high polished
1: TV show I mean when you think no, about it's it it's like yeah. like yeah any other standard movie two shot you know and then like when you think of like Michael Basebook is like he would have an unnecessary like helicopter vantage point shot or just like okay now we cut to a, a
2: minimum two American flags in the background sure you know and then the thing is
1: right he punctuates all these scenes with so much detail and so much I of his own personality and then it's like but also <laughs>
0: access to a point too
1: yeah, yeah you yeah, kind of get sick no of no fault of his own I mean I'm not saying I, I wouldn't get sick of it because the thing is it's, to me it's like this fascinating mm. pastiche of like here's a man and this is exactly what he wants to show you and then yeah. you see like these uh, two directors no fault of their own I thought they did a pretty decent job you know what I mean like it's basically uh, that's them and I wouldn't I not I don't know because uh, I haven't seen any interviews or any of the the background about these guys right or whether they were trying to ape him or they were trying to at least pay homage there are moments especially when you see the two lead actors and then you gotta do the 360 camera shot
2: yeah it's, it's required at least once for yeah. a bad boys movie and the
1: thing is right because we've seen so many Michael Bay movies and uh yeah so many Transformers movies uh-huh. Right to me uh, it's like unfortunately this, yeah and then in the back of my head right no, despite the fact it's like my only major complaint about Michael Bay's films is the story and the logic <laughs> yeah but when it comes to the presentation it's like this is actually very immaculate violence and explosions and stuff.
2: If you want a good example of Michael Bay at his peak just displaying don't give a fuckness, there's a little movie called Six on the Ground on Netflix. Yeah, which is
1: <laughs>
3: mm.
2: insanity I agree, because the thing
1: is right. I remember watching Six on the Ground and I thinking like, you know what Michael Bay, despite you being you, just be you because at least he owns it.
2: Yeah, and I'm glad I'm happy for someone like that to it's exist. It's his dish and style that he yeah.
1: Yeah, portrays. I mean, like, the only thing we can fault Michael Bay for is like, he's got terrible script writers. He's an yeah. editor, needs to be a lot more strict. You know, like we can't have 17 shots of this girl's ass. I'm sorry. Yeah, And <laughs> actually
2: that's another thing that you can notice is not a Michael Bay movie because the two female characters are clothed most of the movie.
1: <laughs>
0: they're clothed and they're- In Yeah, their there's actually a bit of a development of body yes. armor. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it's actually like fairly decent <laughs> decent body armor it's like you know well the main villain is
0: you know you can see the cleavage but that's well, yeah, about but, you it know. why are we
2: noticing like
1: the Latina auntie's clavage <laughs> sir
2: hey she looks good <laughs> for 50 something <laughs>
1: really actually I, yeah.
0: I kind of remember the villain here more compared to part one and part two like who were the bad guys again in this last
2: yeah. few films well, a couple of assholes there you go see previously it was just the charisma of Martin Lawrence and Will Smith at least now we have other people who also have command some kind of presence yeah yeah would yeah. would you pick uh well i would say that they did a good job with casting the main villain um uh,
0: Jacob Scipio yeah that's his actor's name mm, uh, I was yeah.
2: referring more to like the mother uh, figure really uh, mother is Kate
0: Dill Castillo yeah, I the, felt she was very, very one note yeah.
1: because
2: she like was very one note but she's still like it's presence. a good kind of one note where it's like to it.
0: you feel her presence Yeah, like you can mm, tell so. that
2: she was putting a lot of effort into her performance like, even though she's mm. not on screen a lot yeah, yeah. you still could feel it and even like to the point where you know when the assassin child is going around doing stuff yep. you could kind of like see her like goes the image haunting him as he's doing his stuff
0: which is yeah I can see like the mother like, the son trying to impress the mom sort of thing going yeah. on the tiger mom shit yeah and, it's crazy uh, stuff and I didn't to notice say- that at all actually
2: yeah <laughs> uh, I don't know. And also, I have to say, DJ Khaled's cameo was absolutely amazing. No, I'm joking. It was an absolute waste of time. Yeah, that's a throwaway cameo. Yeah, but hey, fuck it. I got to see his hand
1: get crushed. So, yes, (laughs) that's good stuff. It's nice to see him not yelling once in a while.
2: Yeah. Until later. What's his name? Like, (laughs) like
1: (laughs) 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 so, like, fucked up, right? Like, like, oh, I'm looking for this informant guy. What's his name? Khaled.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Khaled! DJ!
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure, because his last album did what again?
2: It's st- stupid amounts of money.
1: I, I don't know. know. What's it called? I can't remember. We don't know. Like <laughs> I mainly know him
2: because he refuses to go down on his wife.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there's a special place in hell for you, DJ. Call it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, or maybe she's just really nasty.
2: Oh, know. God. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, oh, my God. I mean, look God. at the guy. Who would want to marry that? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm Yikes, so many I had a so, <laughs> Anyway, uh, I don't know. Uh, with regards to the the main villainess, right? I thought, like, she was just... Your basic uh, scorn lover revenge sub story.
2: I suppose, and but it was an
1: entertaining kind of scorn I mean, lover. I mean, that's in a sense. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, is like that's to me, what it felt like. I mean, there's not there's no real depth to a character. It's just basically I'm out for revenge. I want you to kill this person. Plot twist. Wait, shall we have spoilers? How long has this movie been out? Uh about two
0: weeks. Two a weeks. couple of weeks already. So yeah. that's right. not I, so, I kinda uh, want to recommend people to kinda just have fun in the film.
1: Okay. You know? Let's I, go mean, from there. I mean but the thing is, even if I reveal it is like, yeah, we, we all start coming on my way. Yeah, it
0: is it is yeah, halfway under the true mark, you know, when there was some assassination things going on, you know something is up from there, but yeah, you know, it's it's a nice way of you know tying things together and making the villain's stake the hero stake just as big as the villain's stake in a sense. So I kinda felt that Which compared kinda, to the other films.
1: So here's the problem I have with that, because I know That as well, Mm -hmm. and if anything, if you were to split the movie down to uh, direction and uh, duration between, say, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, and then the bad guys, yeah, so it's basically banter, 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 comedy, 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 one action scene, one chase scene, and then what the big finale. So the the main leads only have three big moments, right? Mm. So, evil bad guy is like, I'm a badass, I can kill, look at how efficient I am, let me mess around with Will Smith, uh, I'm a sniper, and then there's like, Mom, I'm doing this, and Mom is just basically good. All right, keep going. It's like So it felt very imbalanced, you know what I mean? Because it's like I know you need to kind of establish the threat so yeah. that there is mm-hmm. some sort of stakes, right? And then uh, the fact that uh, something happens to one of our lead characters very early in the film. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to mention any more than that. We're going to try and keep it spoiler free ish. Yeah. Okay? You know, uh but then also I uh, oh, mean it's very hard to kind of uh, point at certain things without revealing too much but I'll say this is right because the thing is my major problem with the villains is their motivations don't quite make sense
2: yeah I mean it's like I can understand her, niche, her initial targets but when it ties back to why um yeah. the two are uh, Uh, like attached it's like this is a bit of a stretch and they have to just stretch stretch especially for an action film you can tell (laughs) and it's falling back on some pretty dated cliches which Mm, definitely I mean the thing is
1: cliches can be done well as uh, also
2: again like Cliches are fine if it's like not the only thing that we see. Yeah. Having it every now and then is like okay, fine, you get a pass because I'm not expecting much out of the, out of you anymore. Anyway. Right, no, no, I'm, I'm saying
1: yeah. like I'm not expecting some yeah.
2: amazing,
1: uh, you know, mind revelations and mind blowing. No, but stuff. I mean, I do want to be entertained, but yeah. also at the same time, you gotta, you know, you gotta work within the rules you set up. Of course. So, mm. I mean, like the 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 proof and the evidence is basically that whole exposition towards the end where like uh, everything is explained and you just end up scratching your head like what. Yeah. And it literally is like when they kind of finally expose the motivations or expose like what it is, it is that the machinations of the of the villain side, right? And it's like, "Really? That that's that's it?" Yeah. <laughs> that's your best one? All right, sure. Yeah, revenge. Yeah, mm. pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I do agree it it was kind of entertaining, I guess, but this is one of the few times where I was like literally checking out in my own head like what was going on on screen because mm. it kind of was missing that that level of over the top Michael Bayness, you know what I mean? Because it, yeah. like at least when you watch a Michael Bay film, right? You, you you check out during the the ridiculous comedy or banter between the characters, but then you always can look forward to like, how did he pull off that shot? <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: looking forward to this insane stuff. Like again, having to vert to six hundred again, when they use the fucking magnet. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. No, no but. <laughs> so dumb but it was
0: entertaining
1: per se yes I I would rather (laughs) review Six Underground for as dumb as that movie is Michael Bay unhinged without having any studio execs it's just Netflix money this is what he's capable of more please yeah and I was here that that movie definitely needs a
2: franchise (laughs) yeah
1: I don't know Uh, just the
2: sheer stupidity of like oh we killed our driver got killed we got a sniper instead huh what (laughs) sure (laughs)
1: Yeah, but
0: that's so thing. it seems that you think that Bad Boys Three deserves to be uh, be played a little more dangerously, or I, I would say
1: played more dangerously. To me, it literally feels like carbon copy of something like Lethal Weapon Four, where we have the main actors past their prime going through the one last Doing job. Doing those motions, I yeah. Think yeah, you know what I mean. The main
2: thing is that it's lacking something particularly unique yeah. to set it. Out. What made Bad Boys work is not necessarily that they were good movies, because let's be real, none of the Bad Boys movies are good.
1: <laughs> How dare you? They, they only right. work because of the Will they Smith work Martin Lawrence combo. They are Fucking
2: period. insane!
1: Yeah, well, the, the second one. The first one, one was fine. The
2: second one was fairly. First one was all right. Yeah, I mean, and that,
0: then it went crazy with the second. That's yeah.
2: late nineties Michael Bay when he's still kind of pretending to uh, you no, know, no, not be no, that's we
1: didn't. Ha- that's when we were shooting on film and films were really expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes. you have to admit, like when if you think about like Bad Boys for Life, right? Okay, what was the opening scene? Did anybody remember?
0: It was basically a car chase scene that led up to a comedic payoff involving Martin Lawrence's grandkid yeah, yeah it's yeah. no
2: shooting of a fucking clan rally which was yeah. amazing <laughs> yeah talk about <laughs> of an opening. See, I think, I think was, with
0: that knowledge of the first and second one they decided to just ah we're just gonna do a comedic payoff for the third one to start it off which just is to remind them yes you can do action but at the same time
1: it's still a comedy in the end per i mean se, you which know? is why i keep referencing something like the little weapon series because exactly, one yeah, was yeah. great yeah. two was fucking good three and four was like yeah, going through the paces. I get it, you know? And it's nothing but we have to do the oh, we're too old for this shit joke. One thing. last ride. Yeah. One last ride, you know? And the thing is, right, again, yeah. it's very hard for me to like maybe uh, suggest like improvements, right? But there's this one scene where something happens to one of the main characters and if they just kept that in, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, they went there. You know what I mean?
2: Although, having said that, there are some parts where I was surprised that the uh, tone... No, that's not... I'm not saying it for... I'm trying to not be spoilers. Like, that particular scene when someone close to Will Smith's character, that came out of yep. nowhere and actually was actually quite well done. And it added a sense sort of emotional weight, which the movie was kind of lacking up to that point. Yeah, but then mm-hmm. you
1: got to compare it to the rest of the film. Yeah, it's and then like, the rest of the movie kind of like sticks out a bit. It undermines
2: it a little bit, yeah. But mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so it's very clear that this was a very competently made movie by two directors Definitely. who know what they're doing. But maybe because it's they were given this project rather than they wanted to do it maybe I don't know bits around it. I mean like
1: this is just from the research I did right but this bad boys movie like the only reason it took so long is because Will Smith has been holding out the whole time yeah because, he, because felt, he wanted to
0: do the other projects like Gemini nah, Man. Because he thought or, he was
1: bigger than this. It's, okay. Don't even say Gemini Man. Even since back then. This like movie, with Hancock and all those other... This like movie has pitch. been workshopped for almost almost 10 years. And it took Will Smith to be taken down a few pegs to finally agree to signing up to this. Several pegs. Mm. Okay, several pegs. <laughs> a lot of pegs, yes. Uh, a lot of pegs. Uh, a lot of people are getting pegged here huh, on <laughs> the last game podcast. So, uh, I don't know. Um, any other things you guys want to bring up about Bad Boys for Life?
2: Uh, I think mm. like... It's kind of nice to see that Vanessa Hudgens has recovered from whatever her funk was, and uh, what what was the last movie she was in? Uh, she was or one of the TV Disney uh, kids. Oh, she was the high school musical No, that's
1: somebody else. No, she that was that was a high yeah. school musical. she was in High School Musical. Yeah, I'm, and then I'm, she
2: disappeared. I think across the standards standards um, substance abuse stuff. But then she now she's back, and at the very least, it's have a little bit more than a one-notes roll. Yeah, it still looks good, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. she's only my age, I think. So if she, did, if she didn't look good, that would be very worrying.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, but, okay, uh, anything else you want to add, boys? Uh, uh, I
2: think that's
0: about it. We just got everything out of chest. I mean, this is, again, buddy cop movie, did what it needs to do, entertains, and that's pretty much what we all need I from the kind of films. Which
2: is a good thing in its favor. It's not too long. Yep. It it's was about a- two hours ish, right? S- slightly yeah. under two hours. Under two hours. And yeah. I forgot how nice it is to have a movie where I can go home at a reasonable time. <laughs> True
1: that. Well, if, if one thing you want to bring up is the duration, like, okay,
2: I mean, <laughs> props to the editor for keeping it under like you know cinema well, I mean, like, time. In today's day and age, where you're starting to see like two and a half, three hour, yeah, long but movies. who are
1: making those movies? actual tours. yeah true and yeah disney because fuck them
2: yeah exactly. they don't care <laughs> because editing is hard you guys uh so i think yeah we should give our final scores uh i'll give this a five okay. pure flat five it wasn't fine uh probably could have watched it on netflix but
1: yeah nah, i didn't hate yeah, it yeah six out of ten for me it's fun six it's fun. <laughs> yeah. hey it's john again <laughs> oh man okay then since i'm the what am i again my character is uh, the strict supply teacher right? the strict yeah. supply teacher yes fuck it uh part three gets a three upon ten uh, okay three uh for the the that whole chase scene with the minigun i enjoyed it that. that was very that was very fun i, oh, had, a, the, 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 I yeah, had a good scooter. giggle there it yeah. was
2: a return to the insanity which made uh, but not close, close enough yeah, it required three more explosions at
1: least, and the 360 shot and the helicopter, and just like. And at least one rocket launcher. No, no, slow down. Yeah. No, there was a rocket
2: launcher. Shows how much of an impact <laughs> it made. I completely <laughs> forgot about it. He had the, the
1: guy in the helicopter had the rocket launcher. Eh. Okay, so, uh, Bad Boys for Life, uh, if you're a fan of the franchise, go ahead. Uh, You might feel slightly disappointed if you're aiming for them to up the ante, but it does feel like a nice little bookend to a franchise that I think has probably run its course. Yeah. I would not want these guys to do this again.
2: Yeah, I would definitely... Mm. Say like uh, this is a good place to stop. This
1: Yeah, you said all you need to say.
0: Yeah, let your execs two. do the TV show spin-offs or whatever. Yeah,
2: sure, yeah. you know. <laughs> or you know, make a new body cult thing with another uh, hook, like you know. I have this great idea. Yeah?
1: This is one, right, with Ryan Gosling and uh, Russell Crowe. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Tell me more. In, and like, uh, uh, Ryan Gosling is like a washed up private detective.
1: Like, they really hate each other but then they have to work together. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, th- they realize that through their uh, professionalism, they can actually make a good solid team.
2: Yeah, and like one of them has a, a daughter who's very precocious, and they have like a bit of like a strained relationship because mm. the daughter is calling the dad on his bullshit. Yeah, because and uh, the smartest among the three. Exactly. Yeah.
1: I mean, like this is the total antith- antithesis to bad boys. I would call it nice guys.
2: Yeah. <laughs> anyone who didn't see I it do in hope the movies a for and that though, make so. sure that it uh, made enough money to make a sequel fuck you you ruined something beautiful
1: by the Blu-ray boys come on yes. Last King fans support the nice guys I want more of that uh,
2: especially because it starts with a porn star crashing into a house what a fucking opening yep. <laughs> See, you
1: left a mark on Tom.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of leaving a mark... um, Oh, wow. Skid marks? Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: We're going to talk about that DC movie, huh? We're going to talk (laughs) about a
1: a movie that came out because Marvel has not made their move yet because uh, Scarlet... No, sorry, Black Uh, Widow. The Black Widow film is like middle of the year.
2: Next month? Really? I can't remember when it's April anything. is june right? Whenever it's coming out. So yeah, does he finally have a chance to try and make some money in their movie department?
1: Yeah, I guess. Because like to me, it totally feels like uh, they were paying attention to Marvel as they usually do. Yeah. And they decided to play their hand early. So they decided to like put out this Harlequin solo spin-off which later became a team-up movie which also now feels like a franchise setup because yeah. they decided to edit in all these extra characters.
2: And some very particular names which if you know your comics like, oh, so you're setting up that potential storyline.
1: Which they don't because it's just reference for the sake of reference. Uh, ah, yeah. well...
2: It, it's too early to tell for some characters.
1: Uh, it's very early to tell for a lot of them too. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, but... Actually this was a quite a fun movie
1: (laughs) I kind of enjoyed myself too I enjoyed this more than I enjoyed bad boys
2: yeah (laughs) and I think it's what helps is that uh, Margot Robbie is amazing she was she held it together she carried this she's the contentional Harley Quinn actress no
1: she's not Tara Strong for life you poser
0: Uh, I mean, for live action, mm. for live action. For, well, she's We're the only one. <laughs> Will
3: <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, let's not let's not talk. Okay, let's not talk about the other Birds of Prey that came out a while
2: back. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. Of the three Harley Quinns that I know of, she's definitely yeah joined first with Tara Strong. Mm, definitely. And I I've not seen enough Kelly Quaker to make an opinion. Oh, uh, actually, she's not bad. She's, she's not, not bad. bad, but they they play that more for laughs, I think. But, but uh, yeah. She's definitely a good strong linchpin but what helps is that the surrounding cast also bring their A-game.
1: Some of them. I wouldn't agree that all of them do. Who was the weakest for you? For me, uh, the little Asian girl who played Cassie Kane.
2: Yeah, although I think it's also because like, But then she's,
1: she's also like the walking die, sex market of the entire movie yeah, actually. Yeah, like she's not given yeah, yeah. a
2: whole that much to do because it's before she gets her bad girl training. Oops, sorry for a spoiler. That's turn. never going to happen. And not in tonight. this universe. It doesn't From make sense yeah. for this character. But okay,
1: shall I do the thing where I review it as a, f- like a as a film nerd because then I'm going to be very strict or can I just be a Batman fan and I can be very, very strict or can I just have fun with this one?
2: Uh, what what <laughs> uh, does your heart tell
1: a, you? A little bit of column A and B. How about that? Column A and, and
2: B? Would it sl- would it like, Let's kind of start with me as a Batman fan.
1: Yeah? Can I do this first? Sure, go ahead. Sure. Gotham never looks great in the daylight. Yeah. Stop doing this shit, okay? And if it's called a Birds of Prey movie, Everything has to be shot from the rooftops. This is fucking <laughs> Gotham. Why is everything on the street level? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Do you not know the aesthetics of uh, <laughs> the Batman universe? You uh, Okay, so I don't know. I, to- I
0: think this is... Uh- I think this this movie has the wrong title it should just be called Harley Quinn and Super Friends or something uh, this is
1: literally the Harley Quinn spin-off movie that was signed and approved and announced even before Suicide Squad came out remember Yeah,
2: and then they had to do some damage control to minimize
1: I wouldn't even say there's damage control because the thing is like the ink just went dry and basically they were waiting for uh, Margot Robbie to go and do her Oscar thing
3: Yeah.
1: I mean like she did the run for I, Tonya, then she starred in that really terrible movie uh, Terminal remember we watched it <laughs> yes it's like you know like this is such a waste of an actress then she yeah. had she had to do What's the Tarantino as well. yeah. so it's like I think it's basically she's doing like what like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck did in the early days where yeah. it's like you gotta do the safe picture then you do the art picture so, yeah, so like, one
2: uh, puts uh, food yeah. on the table the other one is for your trophy
1: cabinet yeah well yeah that too and also it, it keeps your relevance because yeah. I mean it's even tougher for like uh like the female actresses because you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta keep your, your presence felt you know because then you become like Jennifer Lawrence whatever happened to her huh <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. actually what has she been doing I don't know and I practically did. I don't really care. Yeah.
2: And hey, uh, Margot starting early with the producing stuff she's already got her own production house. Yeah that's the move to now, make. She need to, you need to be early on in your to career, be a producer basically. Relevant. Yeah, yeah
1: then they were spearheaded by like uh, even before Angela Jolie they were just basically women are the powerhouse producers. Yeah. Because uh, they have to too.
2: work so much more, so much harder.
1: Because no, they multitask
2: better sir. No, not
1: too. <laughs> but I would say this right uh, okay so I mean it's very hard for me to review this movie because it's basically I had a lot of fun yeah. Which is gonna con- contradict a lot of things I say, but then also again, right? Because it's the Batman fan in me and the film nerd in me is like, okay, as a film, uh, plus points the action was great yeah the action was yeah, really well, well, well cut all of it well that. edited at the very least and yes. it's, uh, it was the action director from the John Wick series yes it's mm-hmm. like
2: okay that's why it's easy to follow yeah yes. so you can clearly see people fighting and that there's a good continuous camera
1: I mean I know I don't want to spoil too much because this movie is kind of f- like fresh in the cinema it is very fresh like, it came out literally a few days but ago but that scene where she bounces the baseball bat off the ground and hits the guy in the face and I was like oh mm-hmm. I like that <laughs> that, that was, was
0: strong oh no we're not, we're not gonna say when it happens the but when you it it's
2: <laughs> or the part where she breaks the guy's leg, like, not once, not twice, but times. three times. <laughs> three, four times. Snap,
1: yeah,
0: three. snap,
2: snap. Uh, and I will say this,
1: right? Uh, one thing that I probably want you guys to kind of uh, touch on is like the tonality of this film. Because it was aiming for the hard R. Yes. But it doesn't quite go hard enough.
2: <laughs> There's certainly some parts where it feels like it's pulling back.
1: It does. And okay, we also have... Uh, which parts exactly? Maybe you just need to refresh my okay, mind. Like, uh, man, uh, okay, like... Oh, man. Okay. It's very early in the film. It's kind of, I wouldn't even say it's a spoiler, but it's a demonstration of character for uh, Mr. Zionist, Mr. Black Mask. Oh, uh, yeah. Played Mm -hmm. very, uh, I would say, Over the Top and very hammy by Ewan McGregor. Inconsistently. Over the Top and hammy because I think it was either reshoots because I know the ending changed because they were supposed to uh, establish something about this character, which I can't spoil. Mm. But like, his introduction was fucking amazing yeah. and then he turns into this very cliche campy. camp yeah. yeah, which like it totally kind of like took me by like wait okay this is the hard art thing that they opened up with and then like as the, the scene progresses like this feels like a totally different character all of a sudden and a total waste of characters too because Black Mask is probably one of the more interesting villains in the DC universe especially yeah, in the comics yeah you know and then the thing is uh Tall waste of Mister Zazz Yes, I, yes. I, yeah, when, Zazz. I, when
2: I realized that it was Zazz, I was like, oh no, no, come on. Come on.
1: Okay, needs well, to be more. one of the the, the, cre- the most psychopathic, the craziest, and one of the most like eerily terrifying serial killers in the Batman universe. And one of the like, more
2: interesting Batman villains as well. True, like, like yeah, especially in Arkham uh, City, mm. where you're just like trying to chase him down before it's too late. Fuck mm-hmm. me! unless listening to him, and then they
1: they yeah. turn him into some sort of like boyfriend to like uh, Black Mask. Is like like assistant. He's, yeah, he's more or very less.
2: campy and like he seems to be like able to function society, which is that's not what Zaz is meant to be. Like he literally. Nope scars himself for every victim I mean okay. this is not a man supposed who's to made be like a loner in society. if I remember
0: a lone serial killer if I remember in the comics Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. so I mean okay tell you what this one we need to kind of probably break into spoilers and non-spoilers yeah. so uh, non-spoilers wise uh, let's just keep it within the reins of maybe the performances uh, yeah. for me uh, I'm a bit like uh, f- I'm not so sure what to think of Rosie Perez she uh, feels very out of place
2: as Montoya um I it feels like she's just she just feels to...
1: standard, to be
0: honest. I, I mean, th- she's just there for the sake of being that old person linchpin to connect hey, the group, I guess. She's like, like yeah, that's 70. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 70. I, Ooh, I
2: think that her performance was well done. Maybe it doesn't quite fit in with like, you know, when you have her and Black Canary on the same team, that feels a little bit weird. Yeah. And like, at least Huntress, you can kind of say, okay, fine, whatever, because of what your backstory is. But yeah, an alcoholic, lesb- lesbian cop, it's like, nothing mm, doesn't quite fit in this uh, thing But like the thing
1: is, in the, the, the
2: comic, the, it did make sense.
0: But mm-hmm. for this context, in this uh, movie world context, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, but my main issue with her is that the accent she chose... Was it's a very good accent But I couldn't understand What the fuck she was saying Half the time It was so goddamn thick
1: Rosie Perez Yes Have you seen her in other movies Have you seen her in Spike Lee movies (laughs) Do the right thing That's what she sounds
2: like Oh gosh (laughs) Get used to it So super Brooklyn Look
0: uh, white Men Can't Jump too, right? Remember? Mm. So young too Rosie Perez,
2: hey, what you gotta do,
1: baby? Yeah, there you go, <laughs> yes.
0: That's pretty much her, yeah.
1: And mm. like seeing her and like it's nice to see her kind of tone it down. It's like, I mean, you, we can't expect classic Rosie Perez, yeah. but like yeah. see her try to be like like again like the Lethal Weapon reference would be like she's like the Danny Glover character yeah. you know yeah. what I mean she's a little bit o- in over her head and she's trying to chase down younger more stronger much more pop, like uh, active uh, yeah. people yeah. you know and it, it turns out like okay you know, she gets j- garbage thrown in her face and she gets her ass kicked over and over again and like her arc doesn't quite make sense to me too either
2: yeah I but, think like mm. she becomes disillusioned very quickly.
1: Uh, to, meant, uh, to me, it felt convenience more yeah. than necessity.
2: And I wish they had more uh, scenes with her. And I'm blanking on her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Assistant DA. Mm. Yeah, uh, Ali, Wong's Wong's character, Ali Wong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I'm I'm happy to see more Ali Wong at any point in time. And yeah, fact me too. That we only had yeah. like two scenes with her. It's like, that could have been more interesting, I think, if we had a bit uh, more time with her. Because
1: like, a lot of this movie had been, it it goes through the process of uh, focus testing and making sure that, you know, it had certain checkboxes and demographics. And I mean like, from what I've researched, it's like, yeah, this is a kind of a totally different movie from what was supposed to have been released. Yeah because it originally started as a Harley Quinn uh, solo movie and it decided to kind of shoehorn in all these extra characters because they need to build on a franchise because the other franchise, the main one, the JLA one... Fucking yes.
2: collapsed in on itself.
1: Yeah, and then now they're trying to like reboot like uh, Joker over here. No, it's not a reboot, I'm sorry. They're rebooting Batman over there yeah. and then Joker is a spin-off movie and I think it's probably executives thinking like, we got to somehow make this all kind of tie together but they don't know how.
2: Yeah, and they... Yeah, they just focus tested uh, Suicide Squad into the ground saying like, what did work out of Academy Award winning Suicide Squad? Um. Remember, (laughs) this is an Academy Award winning movie. Yeah, Yeah,
1: for what? Sound? Uh,
2: For makeup. Uh, not know, costume (laughs) design. Which is even more bullshit. Yeah, Yeah. but um, I think, yeah, what helps is that they built on what was the strongest part of Suicide Squad, which is is Marco Ruby. Yeah, and I think what makes this movie work is that everyone else is better at what they do than her, hmm. and everyone really hates her, <laughs> and so that building on that premise, so like all the hijinks she gets into, it's like she only survives because she's goddamn lucky. Well, I mean, she's that. also she's also like you know she's not like utterly useless, but it's just that she's still outclassed by the other people who are supporting her.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, but that is her. I would say. Okay, I uh, understand what you're trying to say, yeah, but to me, it more felt more like it doesn't know which leg to stand on because mm. it does feel like it's the kind of movie where, okay, we're leaving the trappings of the more serious JLA stuff. Yeah, for sure. And then we're going to try and really push the comic book vibe because Shazam and Aquaman did numbers. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, like, basically, I would compare this something to more like Shazam because they wanted to make something that was a bit more self-contained, but yeah. still kind of reference that it's like, we're in this universe as it's well. Like,
2: yeah, it's playing it safe where, like, if it does well, we can lock it. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, oh, well, at least we're not, like, you know, setting up another JLA movie yeah, which far is, too soon.
1: I would say with the positive thing about this yeah. movie and wh- why I enter- uh, why I was so entertained, because, like, when you kind of think of it as not part of a larger universe, but as a solo, like a one-shot, Yeah, yeah. you know, like, I mean, it's, it's a standalone, like, it's a comic book that just has this uh, little side story, right? I mean, it works perfectly well, yeah. you know? Uh, it's a nice but,
0: self-contained story about mm. I mean again It's about a lost diamond And the people trying to get it And then Harley Quinn yeah, try I to mean, survive It's a
1: cute, li- it's a cute little uh, I mean, The plot doesn't really Hold anything together I mean, I the mean, plot no, is
2: no. Uh, Basically uh, Plot number three For your villain movie Yeah your nothing have- gets stolen uh, <laughs> And they're trying to get it person, back Innocent yeah. person has it uh, colorful cast of so people try to get it back. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you know. so I mean, but at the very least, it does it in a very entertaining way, especially yeah. when um when Harley Quinn invades the police station in one of the, in one, of the one of the scenes in the film. That was I kind of fun it. to watch. <laughs> that that, that yeah, was yeah. a
2: fantastic scene. I'm Although not, I have nothing
1: against the action scenes. The action scenes were great. That Although
2: yeah. that's I think the first time I noticed where they were really pulling back on that harder.
1: Yeah, because I like, mean
2: it's more for character reasons because Harley
0: Quinn is trying to get away from being under the Joker's shadow and influence right that's, so
2: that's fair it and makes sense for her it, not it to kill it makes sense but at yeah. the same time it's like I don't know I don't think she would choose that way of doing <laughs> so things so as a fan oh God, as well. it's so difficult to say but for,
0: for, for cops I don't think I mean at least in the comics like, yeah. they're trying to keep it accurate and also keeping in line the character's arc in the movie itself it makes sense for her not to kill the good guys but obviously kill but, the bad okay, guys so this is where yeah, I need to kind of point
1: out something else because this is a movie that is targeted towards a certain demographic and probably what they have added to the base demographic of like guys or or comic book fans is like, we need to also kind of cater to young girls who are looking for role models. Empowerment. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, we can't have Harley just randomly kill people like she usually does.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It'd be a very hard thing to say because she's meant to be Mm -hmm. the protagonist of this movie. And Mm -hmm. it's not like Deadpool can do it because there's a bunch of mercenaries and no one gives a shit about mercenaries. Yeah. yeah. He is amoral to a point. Yeah.
1: Yeah we well get to a point. He's amoral, period.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, he got he, some char- he's he got some heartfelt moments, I guess. He's chaotic neutral. Maybe not in the movies, but he's in
2: the chaotic comics. He's chaotic, so, yeah. chaotic. Yeah, he's pure chaos. <laughs> he's, he, he's not even true neutral. He's true chaos. Yeah, yeah, he
1: has his moments. No, yeah. no. Like, but Harley Quinn would be chaotic neutral.
2: No, she's chaotic mm-hmm. evil.
0: Well, chaotic neutral. Chaotic neutral.
1: Oh, no, she's what? definitely evil. I mean, she's chaotic neutral in her original inception because yeah. if you were to say... Because she was definitely a product of the, the animated show. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strictly BTF. the invention of Bruce Tim and... Uh, the Paul guy, Dini. The, Paul Dini. Paul Dini. The gods, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it... I mean, proof's in the pudding because it's such a strong <laughs> character and a strong character design that it's... That is the only... uh Entity from the animated show that made it into comic canon, yes. not the other way around. Yeah. yeah, and the thing is, right, Margot Robbie took it to a whole new level. Unfortunately, they commercialized it, which is the one of the main problems I have with that character in Suicide Squad, mm. because it's like, okay, it's the hot topic version of Harley Quinn. I get it, and you know what? Again, proofs in the pudding because yes. you see her being cosplayed in every fucking con we've been for yeah. the past three years and that yes. look with the, the off-color hair and the daddy's little monster t-shirt like yep yeah, that, that's tiny, a thing still and, and the tiny the shorts, it's like yeah. because
2: that's the easiest goddamn cosplay to do that's what some women just wear on a day-to-day basis <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs>
1: no, no, it's like back in the day when even like, with the clown makeup <laughs> yeah yeah, even with the clown makeup <laughs> what are you going with that
2: <laughs> <laughs> no but
1: it's like but uh, again uh, this character has a little bit I wouldn't say it's a resurgence but I say it's like it's entered a new stratosphere yeah. of of, yeah. like, uh, accessibility. And, um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's branding. It's a product. And, like, for them to sit on this and not do anything with it, I mean, like, yeah, executives would be like, why aren't we doing anything with this? Margot is free. She already did Tarantino movie. Call her now.
2: Yeah, she's mm-hmm. currently, I think, pretty hot shit.
1: Like, yeah, oh, man. Literally? <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally.
2: Uh, the fact that she does pretty much nothing in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and it's still like the main thing I was focused on is yeah it <laughs> says a lot about her as like
1: do you know in my mind right now still seared in the back of my brain is her nude scene from Wolf of Wall Street
2: yeah uh, oh, like yeah, that, that's yeah. my first introduction to her and it's
1: like oh my god this woman is like perfection <laughs> yeah <laughs> And it turns out she's also an amazing actress. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan for life. Itonia, you motherfuckers who did not watch Itonia,
2: yeah, how dare you? Yes, okay. Imagine
1: if Itonia was the villain.
2: And <laughs> she's been doing great work. We have since. something else yeah. to uh, thank Itonia for. Like Harley Quinn roller skates now, <laughs> <laughs> and it's only because Margot Robbie learned to skate for Itonia. So, okay, you have that skill set now. It, we'll use it. Can, can I put it to good use? Uh, can put I do
1: the, the, the nerdy Batman nitpick? Yeah, she should right, roller skate. It. She should just be flipping and cartwheeling. Yeah mm-hmm okay uh can we do a little bit of spoilers before we wrap this one up
2: yeah let's do spoiler uh from now okay. three two one
1: go okay black mask was his death was totally pointless uh, cassandra <laughs> yeah. k is the greatest martial artist of all time in Gotham. not a,
0: not a pickpocket not a <laughs> fucking not a pickpocket, pickpocket.
1: she <laughs> is up there with maybe uh I don't uh know. lady shiva no, no, no. Damian like, Wayne. Uh, yeah. yeah, she and Damian Wayne are like probably like when they teamed up for that one shot. It's yeah. like, oh, is like this is like one of the the, the hardest kicking p- characters in yes. all of. She is the the best bad girl, and uh I think she did fight Deathstroke in one comic. She, arc, her sure. yeah, <laughs> she <laughs> held her own. Yeah, held her own. Yeah, So yeah. it's yeah. like like when they they did that bullshit like oh she, this little pickpocket thief oh what's your name Cassandra Cain I was like my, it's like why are we doing this just name her something else you know what i mean yeah. save the names for things that matter
2: like don't like waste a chance to have you know a bat woman in the future I,
1: and here's my speculation is because uh like joss whedon will never get his bagel project off the ground yeah. and i heard he was gonna go through the cat the, the the cassandra kane arc yeah Ooh. you know because you can't shame do, though. we what can't the shame. do the barbara gordon arc anymore okay because yeah. we've, uh, she's way too established as oracle and yes, we already had a killing joke uh, animation. Wait, there was another which... bad girl. Um,
0: what's her name again? Spoiler: Stephanie something. The other bad girl. So even even Huntress is technically a
1: bad Technically, woman. yeah, yeah, yeah. She
2: becomes a bad woman at some point, right? Yeah, she does. She's yeah. the one who goes a little bit over the
1: top. She is like the John Paul Valley, uh, which is like the Batman who bad kills. Bad, yeah Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, oh man, um, it's been two years since I got to talk about Batman series. Yes. <laughs> the second All episode- All roads lead to Batman. God damn it, the second episode of this very, very podcast was a, when I shit on Batman and then we yeah. shit on Suicide Squad and like, hey, the trilogy is complete, finally. <laughs> oh, yeah, so here's one thing I enjoyed, uh, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Yeah. Uh, um, I would say- Good performance, very well. Definitely, she, she stand out the, the movie yeah, for sure. Yes. Okay. Uh, not revealing Black Canary's power till the end. Why? Because I think you don't know how to write around it.
2: Yeah, I think yeah. it's like okay. She could solve so many issues right now if she could do Why it. Why did you start with that? You saw a whole
1: bunch of guys coming in. If you knew you had that in you, or maybe she didn't know, or maybe because no, I think
2: she knew. Maybe it's like because she does like faint at the end
1: yeah but that's the thing it's like the Finn at the end for me felt like yeah we need to kind of give a reason why she can't do this all yeah. the time that which was is, the reason yeah it takes out a toll Yeah, I mean like the ways her. you could
2: explain it but to, uh, you know I was spending most of the movie going like do your thing do the thing yeah please do same. your thing it's like
1: yeah. we, we know who you are Black Canary it, be the Black Canary and it's it, it, like
2: uh, Flaming Skullboy from Suicide Squad <laughs> it's like why did you wait until that why moment diablo. you're the most powerful person here you could solve I solved all the issues right now an hour <laughs> yeah. ago Yeah. Several line (laughs) of fucking Captain Boomerang.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Who was kinda referenced. Yeah.
2: Hey, I know that guy. <laughs> Shout-outs to Giant yep, Corny's yep. photo. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mary Elizabeth Winstead was pretty alright as
1: a Huntress, I gotta admit. You got a yeah, okay. funny bit there.
2: solid performance. Yes. I liked
1: her as Huntress. I didn't appreciate because I'm a hardcore Huntress fan too. Like, they decided to make her goofy. It's like... Uh, this was
0: more like the, there's a stone-faced character getting all the punch and jokes. Huntress so is one, of, one of the
1: most vicious and ruthless and most brutal characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the comics. And, but and, and, and again. it's like... Again, you have to realise it's like okay I gotta be the Batman stan, okay? yeah. yeah, and the fact that you know they kind of reference is like oh I named my hyena Bruce after that hunk Bruce Wayne <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. cool <laughs> we get it we get yeah, it yeah, yeah. Yeah. you're in the Batman universe and that's what I said it's like it felt like uh, for the sake of reference because it's like okay we, we need badass chicks who's the most badass ones we can have which has some semblance of a uh, I would say brand recognition, right? Okay, we got to do the Huntress, definitely. Because we can't have the A-tier ones. We can't have like Wonder Woman-level characters. So who is, you know, got some kind of traction? Mm -hmm. Definitely Huntress made sense. Okay, uh, even though technically Birds of Prey is supposed to be uh, the Harlequin and Poison Ivy story, she doesn't pop up because, okay, uh, let's bring up Black Canary. And uh, you know what? Uh props to whoever decided to actually make her black now <laughs>
2: hey why not sure that's, why cool. Not. that's cool let's sure. go with that for it and at the very least they did a very dc thing like and this is gonna be a slight tangent where i think dc does a better job of having different characters be like the superheroes what do you mean because like i uh, if you look at marvel whenever they have someone else take up the mantle of a superhero there's to be pushback from the fans because it doesn't feel quite right Whereas, but that's
1: all superhero movies man but, you gotta nail the role
2: no I'm talking yeah. about like in the comics yeah. when it's literally another person takes up the mantle okay whereas in DC you can have like you know Damien Wayne or like whoever take up the mantle of Batman mm-hmm. and it works I know what you mean yeah so it's more like an institution that you're taking up so
1: okay this thing about DC because they don't kill off their characters as frequently as Marvel do yeah so, there's no need for like oh, taking up the mantle because it's literally like people graduate from their roles because, like, the first Robin was like Dick Grayson and he became Nightwing.
2: Yeah, because he became too old to wear tiny uh, it, tights.
1: No, because then, you know, Bruce yeah. said, I got Jason Todd now.
2: Yeah. And then he I gets killed.
1: Yeah, yes. do <laughs> know what happened to him. And we him, Yeah. So, it's like, uh, but uh, besides the fact, it's like uh, the major gripe I had is because, and this is basically me as a comic book fan, is like, yeah, this is such a waste of good characters because. Okay, one thing Black Mask and Mr. Zazz, yeah. Are the most throwaway bad guys ever. Yeah. But I would give props to Ian McGregor, but it felt very strange because in his introduction where we see him slice the face of people and he's enjoying it. Yeah. Like, yep, that's Black Mask. And I think that's Mr. Zess. I'm not quite sure because I Mr. didn't really Zess pay attention. Mr. the face, yeah. Yeah, you know. And then it's like, later when you start, he starts revealing that he's like gaining scars, he's like, okay, that's definitely Mr. Zess. And yeah. he, like, yeah, it just opens up, I'm like, ah, Mr. Zess. And they made Mr. Zess like some sort of jealous boyfriend because it's like when uh, yeah. Black Canary gets hired to be the driver and he's like, no, I'm the special one. He's like, that's not Mr. Zess. And then when you see Cassie Kane as the pickpocket who's like this sassy little Asian girl, like, that's the Cassie a Yeah. <laughs> you know what I like as mean as it, it's like I don't mind who plays it just get the character right you know and it's like okay what other characters are we gonna waste because it's that feeling you get where it's like these are some of the these characters have some of the most compelling and interesting story arcs in the comics but we decided to make them throw away here because there's that sense of like similar to like something like Suicide Squad we can just kill them off and these guys are replaceable we just have the the ten pole actors like Margot Robbie yeah. and Will Smith and then it's like if Jai Courtney doesn't quite work out eh, we have another guy you know what I mean
2: yeah we'll get some other generic handsome Australian to fill in the role Jai Courtney's all handsome what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> another well, boomerang, after all basically. the Hemsworths <laughs> well I mean like after the Heath Ledger hey before Hemsworth the Hensworth clan erupted. We had a pleasure.
1: We had uh, fucking Mel Gibson in the 80s. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah Mel Gibson. Yeah. Dude, Mel Gibson in the 80s, every time he showed okay, his he was hands- butt, people exploded. He was handsome for mm. stars. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh,
1: well played, sir. I appreciated that. <laughs> then, okay, so. Uh, this is what I want to say because it's like at least with the Marvel characters, right? They have some sort of trust with the characters they decided to uh, team up or put together in their franchise because yeah. each one of them will will have some a dedicated like solo movie spin off with their own individual sequels eventually eventually maybe you know, like, you know
2: or some of them finally get prequels <laughs> yeah thank yeah. god for Black Widow finding a solo movie after she dies in a canon or did she because we have a fucking time machine Marvel yes. don't introduce time travel okay. we gotta open up a lot of loopholes we can go
1: back in the story but we can't de-age the actors oh wait now we can <laughs>
2: yeah we can apart from if they do too we much action we have the technology we yes. have the technology
1: okay you're gonna be young forever Robert Downey Jr yeah I don't care I'm gonna do, do Mr. do mister do doctor Doolittle that movie ate shit too huh <laughs> <laughs> because, because yeah. nobody
2: cares. animal yeah. and human. There's also a terrible yes. movie, apparently. Did you watch it? No. No. No, Cats was my my <laughs> moment. I'm, I'm okay. not going to sully it with another movie.
1: Okay, fine. Let's pay respect. Let's p- press F to pay respects to the Cats movie. <laughs> Definitely not getting a sequel. No. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, my movie of, <laughs> movie of 2019.
1: Sure, sure. <laughs> oh god. But, I'm starting to believe that that's the, seriously the, your choice.
2: <laughs> oh, this is not a bit, let me tell you. I
1: generally enjoyed that movie. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, last game podcast, going off the rails as usual.
2: Absolutely. But um, yeah. Just like Harley Quinn. You, but yeah. pray, I think everyone did well. Yeah. Some people did better than others, for sure.
1: Man, Margot Robbie was putting in work.
2: Yeah, Mar- yeah. Margot Robbie always puts in work. I, I refuse mm. to believe that you'll ever slack on a job. No, we saw we something saw like... I think she just yeah. said say she
0: liked the character of Harley Quinn anyway. I think it's so. the thing
1: about Margot Robbie's career... Uh, she doesn't know she's in a bad movie. Yeah. Some actors know. Some actors know when to, like, tap out because Ewan McGregor definitely knew he was in a shit movie, which is why he decided to just hammer it up for the rest of the scenes. Yeah. You uh, well, like, could right, tell. Right. What
2: he thought was going to be a bad movie. Yeah,
1: and it was probably also, maybe it was after certain uh, new pages came in and he, they had to rewrite and reshoot certain things. I think
2: they also had to change director power through production. Who's the director for this one? Uh, uh, Kathy Young. What's her,
1: oh. uh, like... Was she worked?
0: did a bunch of indie films before she went on doing this, and
1: they gave her a big franchise. Hey, I have no Marvel's, idea how it worked, but before.
0: that's how it is apparently.
1: Yeah, Marvel did it before, but the thing is, like, they're like, say, say the Russos were proven. That's true. The Rus- <laughs> Yeah, the you Russo's- look at them like, can these guys do action? And you watch the Community paintball episode. Yes, yeah. they can.
2: <laughs> or like, uh, and then here's
1: the, here's here's the evidence. Or Scott
2: Derrickson, like, oh, those horror movies. Kind of. You guys works. know a film mm-hmm. called nah.
1: Dead Pigs? I saw no. that. It was terrible. Okay, that,
0: that's a, That's the that's a director. <laughs> oh
2: yes. dear. No, I mean
1: like here's the thing: is like those guys were proven. Yan had to get the 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 action director for John Wick to help out with the action scenes,
2: which is fine. Like you know, if that, I think that's a, you know a sign of a good director when you know what your limitations are, you get for outside help. No, like, knowing when you need to like delegate shows that at the very least you are aware of or, what
1: you're not comfortable with. It's also let's just be really honest: studios. Probably asked her to shoot the action. This is not quite hitting hard enough. We need to get this other guy. Possibly because this is nothing. This reeks with nothing but exact notes and marketing and like yeah, that. especially with the title of the show, which again should have which been is so Harley dumb. Quinn. Yeah, you it's know, yeah because you needed to put the Harley Quinn in the title in case people forget that Harley Quinn has a, is in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So actually, still <laughs>
2: like the Biggest face in every poster, and she's the most prominent in all that, uh, marketing. That, yeah, that's how marketing <laughs> okay, that's a, works. That's, yeah, that's another thing. The marketing was not very good for this movie. Nah. I had zero interest watching this movie until I started seeing people saying they actually enjoyed it. So I thought, okay, maybe there's some hope.
1: I had zero yeah. interest in this movie, and then when I watched it, I was like, actually, this is kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And, I didn't mind it at all.
2: And again, this is an hour and 40 minutes long. That, that's two hours, Which is but, okay,
1: nice. the thing right? In uh, response to when you said that Bad Boys felt like, you know, it, it ended really nicely and really tightly, Birds of Prey felt like there were scenes missing because a lot <laughs> yeah, of logic because, didn't make Yeah, I, like sense. the
2: last team up happened so damn fast and it's the last 20 minutes of the movie. Can I complain
1: again about Huntress? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Uh,
2: she yeah.
1: is the most vicious and brutal of all the bad women. And like when she became the Huntress Huntress, and yeah, she yeah. has one of the most poignant and the most saddest stories of oh. all. She is the reverse Bruce Wayne, literally. Because yeah. her family was gunned down, but then she came from the, the, the underworld side. Yeah. So it's like, you know what? Okay, Batman was this wealthy, powerful, rich kid. Well, what if the wealthy, powerful, rich kid worked in crime?
2: Yeah. If, yeah and you've got uh, that version. A mob family, yeah.
1: And it's like, where Elizabeth Winstead with the running joke of, my name uh, is... Cospo girl. Yeah. And it's like, fuck you, you to do this to Huntress. <laughs> no. I DC owes me a decent Huntress. Fuck! Or a decent Cassandra Cain movie or something else to give the characters some That's the problem I have with this. Because if you're a fan of the franchises, you'll be like, yeah, it's just reference for the sake of reference. So (laughs) when I decided to treat it as a one-shot, turn my brain off, like I would treat it like watching something Mm. like Batman Brave and the Bold. Uh Like it's its own thing, its own standalone thing. Then fine, I started to enjoy it more. And then when the action scenes kicked in, I felt like, okay, you know what? Dumpokko movie don't worry about the trappings of being part of a bigger universe or something which they kept hinting at which kind of like then it, i was in the cinema struggling to like just let it slide fuck it don't yeah. care
2: i think uh, i don't fully agree about the hunter thing because i think she actually it makes sense because she is such a ruthless killer who spent her entire life learning to be an assassin of course she wouldn't quite know how to talk to people and so she come off as a big goofy when she can't yeah, but
1: then wouldn't she just be this very acerbic, very sullen, and not ready to smile kind of person? Because when when they start like throwing jokes at her, and then she gets all girly girly in the final fight, and I was like, yeah, okay, fine. No yeah. m- I, I f- it felt to me like that's a waste of a character, and it's like it's nothing against. I'm not
2: m- a, I would say waste. that's a I running theme for Buta waste of free, yeah. characters. Yeah, and I, I think maybe also because everything's been kind of like Harley Quinnified like there's a, there's a when watching a movie through like that filter okay I think
1: I know exactly what you mean because then you need to show some sort of union right yeah because also yeah. Re-
2: and also remember it's from her perspective and speaking of unreliable narrator
1: no but then you're giving the writer too much credit already I'm, because maybe we, I we am. don't like I will buy that if it's during her uh her monologues yeah. or when she like literally breaks the fourth wall talks to the, the audience, but everything else is not happening within her mind.
2: True, I don't know. I mean, that's that's how that, I... that
1: sequence be... is definitely in her mind. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah, and it's like if you were to like maybe juxtapose it with like, okay, this is what's really happening, in the reality, and then like say the cocaine scene. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, now this is the scene. This is what she sees. Yeah. And you have all the colourful, like, words and all the, like, you know, the little uh, pow-bam-zips. Like, yeah. okay, okay. I Then at least uh, you manage to visually communicate to the audience. Like, okay, this is her in her in her goofy state. So it's like, there's nothing where it's like, okay, you know, Huntress. Again, uh, what a whisper character. Ugh. the So Birds of Prey, to me, feels more like if you're a fan of these characters in their, like I would say, this movie does nothing to stay true to them.
2: I I think they don't stay true to the comic representations. No,
1: not only the comic representations. They're very ethos and pathos.
2: Why they were created in the first why place. They were what created makes them in the compelling and interesting. I, mean, I can't comment up because I've not read any of their that yeah, so like so.
1: That's why it will frustrate like fans of these characters a lot because it's like Cassie Kane, one of the greatest martial artists of all time. It's a, a street rat who's a pickpocket with, who's a little bit bratty. Like, all right cool you could have made her anybody else yeah huntress is this girl like uh, uh, this is like she's out for revenge to avenge the death of the family and it's like yeah she is the female batman and also the opposite parable she's like the mirror image and she's the black mirror image because yeah. it's basically no what's the difference she kills yeah and it's like and she's just as effective just as intelligent and just as you know uh, efficient right and it's like and they're like, oh no! Stop calling me like the crossbow killer. My name is Huntress. He's like, uh, okay. And then at the end, when they're all girling up, and then like, oh, let's have this fun little cafe scene. And then they say like, oh, and then with the the money they have, like Hunter's became part of the bird of prey. And then they put it in an even goofier costume. Yeah, <laughs> right? like the like, actual
2: costume from the comics.
1: And I was like, all right, I know what you're doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then it is like, yeah, okay, I get it. The reference is there. And that's the thing. That's it's for me. I'm more annoyed not so much with the film or the story. Or more with the cluelessness of the decisions that were made because in order to attract
2: you feel like it's the production notes that are you know what I mean it's like part. for me like watching
1: when the Big Bang Theory does a nerd joke and us as actual nerds feel like actually are you insulting my intelligence right they now they exactly are basically, basically they are yes they are and insulting they are. you and it's in this entire show
2: I think one of us also had their hand in Big Bang Theory right yeah they do because yeah. that's why you see so fact- it's yeah, <laughs> pro- yeah. It's probably because yes, yeah, the same producers who kind of came over as like consulting roles. because like, oh, those are the guys who've worked with us before. What do they? I mean, like- I
1: mean, I'm pretty sure it's nothing but all this tabulated data. Like, oh, yeah. well, this is the response we get from all these other things we've done previously. Apparently, Margot Robbie works. Bring her back. Uh, but then again, it's like at least Margot Robbie had fun with it. At least I think Ewan yeah. McGregor, despite uh, what the character became, he had fun with it, and yeah, I would yeah. like you know fault him for it because it's like if I were to compare something like say the Dark Knight uh, with uh, the other version of Two-Face in Batman Forever yeah Mm -hmm. and it's like okay I would complain then too that that's not fucking Harvey Dent yeah what the fuck are you doing he's like one of the most uh, interesting characters ever and it's like yeah and then they did in the Dark Knight it's like okay fine so to me then came that moment in my head where I was thinking like so how long do I have to wait till I get a proper Huntress or how long do I have to wait before we have a proper Cassandra King because these are all they might not not even do that that's a thing if this movie makes bank
2: that, yeah No, the big problem is that uh, DC gets their movies right once every five movies
1: and they make a great one once every ten years <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like often they'll get the character uh, right but it's
2: the wrong movie or it's the right movie but the character's wrong
1: god damn that is my yeah
2: that's
0: probably a time gap between uh, Christopher Reeve Superman and Michael Keaton Batman
2: right I mean it <laughs> even was, like last year with Joker it's like yes. hey, <laughs> here it is the yeah, decade one think, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, actually no the way this is like because they had aquaman and then she was like two good movies by dc oh my god maybe they've recovered oh wait maybe not quite well
1: <laughs> but at least they did the smart thing and yeah. they had fun with it which was more important
2: yeah and hey the movie's pretty
1: it's fine, dude. Uh, after watching 1917, nothing well, is pretty anymore. Okay, yeah, no, like,
2: okay, that's nothing can beat
1: 1917. Roger
2: Deakins is a league of his own. Jesus I, Christ, that film! <laughs> I,
1: wanna, I watch, I watch it three times in IMAX just for the final push.
2: I was, yeah. I was
1: actually money well spent. I was
2: emotionally exhausted after that final push. Mm. No, but it's like,
1: oh my god, I want to watch this again. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> like, even just watching like a youtube like clip of it in like uh, someone's discussion about it was like making me remember that yeah. again i just want to, to go back and watch it in imax this time i, I, need, the I watched I yeah. watched it in imax the first time i need to watch it again in imax yes.
1: yeah. w- which one did you see it?
2: uh the one in uh Pilever. watch the one at Jim. really uh, Jim's screen is just larger <laughs> <It's> oh.
1: like,
2: <laughs> and for some reason it's like the
1: acoustics of that cinema It just especially when he starts running and the bombs go right and he's like fuck me this is still good <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm gonna call it film of the year for the game podcast. Twenty twenty last yep.
2: year. <laughs> hey, we did it the same thing <laughs> with iTonya. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure.
1: <laughs> uh, so yeah, reservoir. Um, it's fun. No, okay, do you want fine. to give
2: a final score? I'll give it a three upon ten as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had fun. It was it was okay. Okay, no. I
0: guess I have to be the generous one. Five out of ten. It's fine.
2: Actually, I'm giving it a six out of ten. Really? Okay. There you go. There you go because cool. i actually generally really enjoyed it and again it did not stay its welcome which i think is more important to me now than it used to <laughs> <laughs> like, i used to be like oh yeah give me a three-hour movie but then after like and don't get me wrong i really like. Five it.
1: came out just like in the last three months of yeah Matthew. it's like
2: okay uh infinity war yes fair enough it's a capstone end game yes of course fine but then every other movie is two and a half hours two and a half hours three hours fucking rise of skywalker <laughs> Was two hours and fifty minutes of just absolute dog shit. <laughs> Such a terrible, horrifying movie! <laughs> Yeah, we know. We, we, yeah, we, yeah, talked, we about talked about it. it. <laughs> yeah, Serious yeah. Surprised by the fucking toasty moment with Bobby Frick. Well, wow! <laughs> Fuck you, J.J. Abrams. <laughs> Never make a movie ever again. No, let's Sell not, not, off let's, not
1: let's not blame J.J. Abrams. He too was under duress of executives we and a very, executives very short timeline. Disney for he had this. to shit out an entire sequel in like two and a half years right after they decided who to hi- when to hire him. And on that note... <laughs>
2: yes, <Yeah>, so now... <laughs> mini rant...
1: Uh, Birds of Prey. Uh, watch it if you wanna. A Bad Boys for Life. Yeah, watch you it if you worse. wanna. could do worse, yeah. Yeah,
2: that's the summary of this episode. Watch or, it if you wanna.
1: You can go watch 1917, Jojo Rabbit, amazing films out in the cinema. Yeah. yeah. Uh, tune in next week where we get the fucking review on the water.
2: Or we can talk about the Oscars. We about
0: the oh, yeah, Oscars. the Oscars is happening by the time this episode's out, right? Yeah. Can
1: we up. oh man, we'll have to. Ho- I need to watch Little Women.
2: Yeah. I mm. mean, yeah, I've had good things, so.
1: Can we just call it Parasite is going to win and everybody will be taken by Hopefully buzz. Parasite wins. Hey, you I think fu- so?
2: I would be happy if Parasite wins.
1: I'll be happy if Parasite wins, but then there's something deep down inside me that thinks Joker is going to win because we need that what the fuck, you know, that big shock factor. WTF yeah. pick. Yeah. I don't know.
2: I'm, I'm not sure I'd be happy if uh, Joker won. I'd
1: be very happy if Joker won, but I'd be very unhappy if it won for the Screenplay Award because this movie is extremely derivative.
2: Yeah. Can we give it to
1: fucking... Um, uh, if not one but at least Marriage Story. Marriage Story script's too tight, man. Or Knives Out. Nah, yeah, no, f- fine. Knives <laughs> Out's fine. I'm cool. Marriage Story is sucks. way better. Yeah. So, bad. last game fans. Uh, thank you again. Uh, comic book movies are coming back, and yeah,
2: we we're here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, we have to uh, you know gabber about us somehow. Uh, and yeah, yeah, also video to games too. So. <laughs> video game news. We only got Doom. Unless you want to talk about Dragon Ball Kakarot. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. I'm going really about less, blue, less so. not,
1: It's like, eh, hey, it's not that great. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, so, uh, this has been the fabulous e- emancipation of a one particular sh-
0: Shafik who's a fan of the Huntress. <laughs> this has been a Crossbow Dude, Mr. Tommy.
2: And this has been the long-run rated trilogy that nobody really asked for, but hey, here it is anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Bad yeah. boys, bad boys.